0: Last time on 10.
1: We can't just go out and do things, you know, at certain times or whatever, like, just that it's going to make me cry. And it's so stupid. Don't cry. Oh my God. Just like with this whole, everything on the social media, it makes me sad because there's so much ugh, perfection being displayed mm-hmm. on social media and it's not real. And these yeah. kids, these kids don't, don't know that or they don't think about it not being real. Like all these perfect pictures you see, that's not real life. Yeah. And you know it eats at their their self-esteem and you know it's just like I, I had to tell her like that's not real like oh, they don't look like them, they don't look they don't look like that it took them their three life, weeks to
0: get that photo <laughs> <laughs> their,
1: life, their life isn't perfect you know like and it's just they these kids these kids are so just uh, their their whole self-esteem is just wrapped up in this stuff
0: Welcome back, welcome back everyone for another episode of 10 presented by Melling Media and hosted by yours truly Tina. This podcast is about everything around you in line with that. This week we've invited co-hosts to discuss whether girls mature faster than boys. Co-hosts introduce yourselves please.
2: I am Desiree, you guys probably or might remember me from the Men With Makeup, Cell, and Divestment episodes, and so happy to be on here talking about this subject.
3: Yes, happy to have you back. Hi everyone, I'm Shan. I was on Blurreds, Millennials, and Lazy Hacks last season. This season so far we've done Accountability, Toxic Relationships, and Dating Red Flags.
0: Yes all right thank you for uh joining us again
3: always a pleasure
0: all right so you know how we do on this show we like to get all up in your business so we want to know (laughs) who is your favorite female child star past or present why
2: (laughs) so my literally i have my notes and it says favorite child star and it says it's britney bitch so (laughs) (laughs) I knew I know. it. I was about to say, you know mine. Yep. Um, you know, I'm a huge Britney stan. <laughs> uh, I love her. I think she has the greatest pop discography of anybody. Um, the Janet is like the only other one, but I love her. I'm a huge stan. You know that about me. I've watched. I mean, I've been. I've been a fan since she first came out, and I'm still a fan. So that's that's mine. But I know you knew that. I I did. Chan. <laughs> Okay, um, for me, past,
3: it was Raven Simone, you know, as Olivia. And she did a bunch of episodes. She was in Xenon, um, Keisha Knight, Pulliam, and Kyla Pratt. And my reasons were because for me, they were a bit of representation, even though I wouldn't have called it that. But we were of a similar age, you know, different family dynamics and things like that. So I, I enjoyed them, especially when Olivia was super cheeky. That was because I was a smart ass kid. So I could relate to that on a a
1: deep level.
3: Present, I would say, (laughs) even though I'm no longer a child, I do love the little baby Marci Martin.
2: Oh, yes.
3: is really coming into her own. Anything that she does, I will, I support. That's uh, funny, because you guys
0: all, um, both of you mentioned three people that were on my list. Marci, um, Raven, Simone, and... um, Janet Jackson. That's, I was gonna just land at Janet Jackson, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but they're all. Those are all very good choices. I was a. I was a Britney fan too mm-hmm. for um, quite a while. When she, in her inception, like we would record the videos. Yes. And, and,
1: yep. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> but when I think about, you know, really the impact, it was mostly just Raven Simone. You know, that's a Raven. I was a huge fan um i didn't care much for the cheetah girls Mm
0: -hmm. i was thinking about that too but it was it was still a moment
3: yes it was still a moment like raven simone you know before she you know went all a little wacky she had (laughs) she had some little iconic iconic things iconic moments yeah and she was really a presence for little black girls yeah she she like the
0: body of work is insane oh yes
2: I mean, her acting on Cosby Show too, considering how young yeah. she was. Like that was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And
0: people forget about her being on Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Like she mm-hmm. has a good body of work. That's why I was considering her, and I was, and while I was considering Janet Jackson too, just because I just love her, period. But also because of the body of work. I mean, fuck, she was on Good
2: Times. Hmm. Penny. She, she has some of the best pop music, and people don't even realize that with Janet. Yeah. Like, I'll, i'll be in like music discussions because you know me i love pop music like i do um but i'll be in like pop music discussions and people always talk about madonna and i'm like uh yeah i give give madonna her her credit don't get me wrong but janet janet was just something else like you you had to really been like alive during like the velvet rope tour yes like she was she was just something else and that album oh that album is like one of my favorite albums so janet and i i do know that Brittany herself as you know she's my number one she has said that how much Janet has inspired her but like Heck people yeah, real, you can tell people these days don't but yeah yeah, she,
0: yeah people don't believe in giving credit anymore I don't understand why they're so like
3: opposed to it <clears throat>
0: yeah like our generation always did that like it was nothing
3: right and uh, you know and the thing that really gets me is a lot of people um, whenever they talk about Janet, they always want to talk about her in comparison to Michael. And it's like, no, she, she was, you know, she's a headliner on her own. She was right. a on her yeah, own. She's like a all different of her... force. Exactly. And she's, she's very different from Michael. And it's always, and that's always what the comparison is because, you know, he's the greatest that ever was and nobody could ever reach him. It. It's like, okay, so you put this thing out of reach, but Janet is a powerhouse in her own right she is hell just go back and watch her older videos and her
2: older tour footage go watch the velvet rope tour or the if video or <laughs> like uh, yes. even even the videos from the 80s and like the ones from the early 90s I've come to so uh, yeah, I, I like, had I that, don't, that I don't think velvet rope
0: know. on VHS for Ooh. so many years <laughs> that was a hell of a fucking tour
2: I think she she had like a makeup artist or something that was from Hawaii. So that's actually why she's one of the few artists that always goes there and tours. Because a lot of people don't go there. They go there like once or twice in their career. Mm-hmm. But I actually got to see her when I was in Hawaii. And she still, I mean, when, when IF came on, we, everyone <laughs> in the crowd, we were losing our shit. But I've really come to the conclusion that people these days just don't know. Like, there's a lot of of musical artists they don't actually realize, like, people actually don't think about Britney like that. They're like, oh, she's just a uh-uh. pop artist. I'm like, no, you don't understand what the early 2000s were like. Yeah. They think Janet Jackson was just some, like, random woman who had a couple of R&B al- albums. And I'm like, no. It's like Shan says she was a headliner on her own. Yeah. She was major, a, one, star. a major one. And I've heard people, as much as I like some of her music, like, say Ariana Grande is like Mariah Carey. I'm like, no you guys do not understand the records that woman shattered are y'all crazy they don't know
0: yeah i mean shit janet like i mean she was doing um uh you know arenas on her own you know what i mean like to act like she's just like michael jackson's little sister or just some pop chick is insane (laughs)
2: that that was the rest of the jacksons not her
0: exactly okay so Let's get on into it. Girls mature faster than boys. Is this something you've heard before?
2: Yes. (laughs) I have heard that my entire life Mm. to the point where I don't even think I can pinpoint the first, like how early it was that I first (laughs) heard. Mm -hmm. I heard it all the time in school uh in like elementary school it was always used to like justify like rowdiness and boys and misbehavior and boys and them not listening and them just doing dumb shit but i've i've heard it as young as like a little kid mm-hmm. i've been hearing it my whole life and it you know in 37 years nothing's changed i still hear it
3: shan yeah. you know i'm like as Desiree said it's such a pervasive phrase and it's so insidious and i can't even recall the first time i i heard it mm-hmm. but i do remember the first time i actually like comprehended it and that was that was elementary so i would have had to have been hearing it for for many many years
0: yeah um i'm glad you guys both addressed that because i put that there on purpose um because i i had a feeling because um that's the same answer that i have is that i can't even remember when I first started hearing that, it, it's just kind of ingrained.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like I couldn't—I don't know when I first heard it, who I first heard it from, but I'm sure oh. I first heard it from a woman. I think so too. Same. Um, and I cannot—I and in and more than likely because I have, you know, I have a lot of aunts and cousins. And I'm I'm more than sure I heard it while listening to adult conversations. Need to, <laughs> or just as a, you know, just or just as an aside because girls mature faster isn't usually like a topic it's more of um commentary
0: yeah just something
3: people pull out of their ass and sling across the table right but nobody really sits down and dissects that like hey is this even really true or is this what we say to make ourselves feel better about putting all of this shit on girls Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i only i recall just first as you guys said hearing it with grown women but it was never like you said, Janet, it was a commentary or and usually commentary on excusing boys.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, oh, uh, no <laughs> yeah. It was never like a, oh, wow, you know, she won all these educational awards in fifth grade. Like she, girls mature faster. It was usually a excuse for why boys were acting the way they were. Mm-hmm. Never anything positive. Never. Okay. So
0: different studies back up and debunk this theory. Do you think it's
2: true? Why? Why not? No. <laughs> and I think this is gonna go. I mean, my, my whole why and why not. I think it's gonna go down to one of your your other questions about gendered socialization. But I don't believe it's true at all. I think it's something social like socialized in us. Um, one, I think it's it's to, again, like I said, excuse men and boys from their bad behavior, their rowdiness. Uh two, I think it gives, and I say this with quotes because I don't believe this, but this is the excuse that men like to use. It gives men like a biological reason to go after younger girls. Mm. They can like by their desire to go after and groom young girls and you know, claiming they're mature without the life experience that men think they're entitled to get to grow. But you Mm. know, they don't they don't like we don't like women to grow. We don't like women to have life experience or enjoying single life or sex or relationships or living their life in general without men so this is their way of getting themselves an inexperienced you know young girl to groom and claiming she doesn't need the same life experience that men think they need to, to mature
3: okay sure. okay well this is the thing there are two aspects to it like there's the physical maturity present at puberty and there's socializing now i will uh, when i was i did a bit of research and i was like you know what let me go and see what i can find when i put this into you know when i look this up and pretty much all of the resources about girls maturing faster were pretty we just talking about puberty girls do tend to experience puberty at you know younger ages than males and that was essentially where it ended like we're not in, and when, that's pretty much a biological thing. And at the same time, I wholeheartedly disagree with girls maturing faster in terms of their mentality or or their views. Uh And the problem is, is that people often mistake the biological maturity with mental maturity. You know, Uh girls can start developing, you know, at 10, 11 years old. Some little girls start developing at Eight and seven. Yeah, eight
2: or nine, yeah.
3: <laughs> that that does not mean that they are in the space mentally to have mature. They're not, they're still kids. Right. Even, I after that. I had my first, even if I had my first period, you know, and, and people, you know, people will say, Oh, yeah, hey, you know what? That you're that means you're mature and you're becoming a woman. I was still trying to play with dolls.
2: Yeah, know? I was too. That's just, just disgusting to say. Dolls. And I, that's so interesting too, Sham. Because I've seen disgusting comments where people be like, "Well, younger girls' bodies are like prime now for pregnancy." You know what I mean? Because no, they not. pregnancy
3: kills younger girls, yeah, girl. exactly.
2: And I'm like, no, they're not. And they're like, oh, well, they hit puberty, and it's 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 disgusting.
3: It is, and it really is disgusting, and it's always used in a context to justify men preying yep. on them. So, no, girls do not mature faster. Not in the ways that matter most when when we're talking, you know, relationships and partnerships. Because if I guarantee you, if you talk to a 15-year-old, because, you know, I have nieces and nephews. You talk to a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old, male, female, what have you. They're going to talk the exact same way because they're at the same life stage. She's not more mature. She's just expected to be more mature. Yeah, that that's
0: kind of how it always seemed to me, too.
2: And I think it's also a good point too, Shan, when you brought up how physically women can mature faster, because I've seen women men were like justified, and I'm curious your guys' experience with this. Will us say, oh, she looked older, like she looked like she was 18. But in my experience, even when I told men how old I was, there was never a time a, a grown man didn't, you know, try to continue talking right. to me so right. it's like because even women try to say that shit so I are like
3: uniforms all of my schools i went to i wore uniforms okay i've never looked older and even while i was in my school uniform grown-ass men would drive by circle the block come back around trying to talk to me why is your grown ass talking to me i even had one one i was one day i was with the shits and i was like let me see your idea <laughs> And he, get, he, cause he, this man tried to tell me he was 17 or 18. At the time I was 17, I was a senior in high school, still wearing a high school uniform. And I was like, let me, let me see your ID. And he showed me his ID. And I was like, um, this says you're 33. I am 17. I am too young for you. And he's like, oh no. He tried to tell me that that was his dad's or his older brother's ID. And I'm like, sir, I can see that this is you. What are you even talking about? so that whole that whole she lied about her age or she Mm said she was bullshit because but then this is another thing even if a girl does lie about her age let's let's just you know suspend the disbelief even if she did there is no way that your grown ass in your late 20s or mid 20s or 30s is confusing conversations that a child is having with the kind of conversation an adult has
0: yeah
3: i agree with that like the conversations are going to be very different. Yep. Um, they're liars, is what they are. Yeah. And they're predators.
2: Yes, predators.
0: Yeah. Because it's the whole, like you were saying, Desiree, the whole finding out, actually finding out that a person or a girl is underage, and just still continuing for me. I
2: don't. I don't think ever. The first time I remember somebody much older than me, and it would have It was a teenager hitting on me was when I was nine. It was a volunteer camp counselor and he wow. was 15 and he knew I was nine. He he t- literally, the first time I ever heard the phrase, phrase age ain't nothing but a number, which is a shame. So I'm pretty sure that song came out before I heard that, but it was from him. And wow. I remember he kissed me at the pool. We used to go to the pool on Mondays and Thursdays in camp. And he knew how old I was. There was never a time from the time i remember being 11 and getting followed home from this guy at long john silver there's never a time that i told these grown men my actual age and they cared there was not one time or they would they would try to be slick with it like i remember i was grocery shopping with my mom and this guy was like how old are you i was like 17 and he was like it's 27 too old and i'm like yeah my mom recalls when we first moved to the house that they bought in virginia we'd walk to the grocery store and this guy in a corvette was hitting on me and i was 11 and my mom was like she's fucking 11 like these heated they don't care they don't care they don't
3: care until they're caught and about to go to jail then
2: all of a yep. sudden all this a- start
3: no you you this is the thing you know you were talking to a child yep. yeah no way in hell you and as far as like, like body
0: not. maturity like how old do you think that a person has to be that you have developed breast or started developing them or hips or a butt or you know what I mean like mm-hmm. that's that's kind of well that's very ridiculous to me too because I mean trying to use the way that a girl's body looks as oh she looks like a grown woman no she doesn't <laughs> yes. grown women are not the only people who have boobs and hips and a butt or whatever
3: but this is the thing and they'll say that and i'm like but look at that girl look at that baby's face she got a baby face like she may have developed but she still has the face of a child like when i look at you know my nieces and my daughter as they're going through you know you know growing up and i can still see the baby the babiness of their faces i see it in other kids as well you cannot tell me you know I don't even have great vision and I can see it. So you can't tell me that these men who are supposed to be hyper afraid, you know, of the pedophile label or going to jail, why aren't you checking all these things? What do you mean? She just looked, grown? No, she doesn't you You put it in your head that she looked grown to justify your action.
2: Isn't it amazing how much they talk about being falsely accused of rape? You would think they'd be extra vigilant to make sure that the exactly. person they're talking to isn't a isn't a child, but they they really don't give a fuck. That's just their and way. I', I I've of said that
3: I've said that on a post. If you're so worried about people you know or girls lying about their age or getting you caught up. That means you should be doing your due diligence, yeah. right? Like, I mean, and then this is the thing: if if that were actually the case, the opposite would be true as well. Why aren't so many? Why aren't all these women getting caught up with these with these boys?
2: You're right? Because
3: I was, I mean, I was at my baby's fifth grade graduation, and some of these kids have facial hair, but I can, you can still see that they are kids. And I'm like, so if we, if women can sit and say, "Oh, this is a little baby with a little baby mustache, little baby beard." <laughs> Kids. I was like, "This, I'm like, this little boy got a got a goddamn beard, just about." But <laughs> I was like, "Why do these kids look so old?" <laughs> but you can still see in their face that they are still babies. Like, so I, I feel like it's it's not justification. And if you were doing something more than you know chasing ads, you would have had to have had a conversation, and you would know that this is a child that you're talking to.
0: Yep, I feel yeah. the same way. I've always seen it exactly the same way you you know it in the face you know it in um the the back and forth there's there's going to be some type of banter that's missing yeah <laughs> or or going over each other's heads because you're talking about different things mm. your humor is different um your social um your cultural um references are going to be different you okay. know so
3: this is going to be different yeah and then so. this is another thing like then if you are a grown-ass adult and you feel like you have more in common with teens like let's say if you're anywhere if you are mm, de- anywhere over 20 because you know 21 year years they're still very much babies to me
2: yeah
3: <laughs> um but if you are over a certain point you should be dating or pursuing people based on life stages and if you are in your fucking 20s or 30s and you feel like you have more in common with teenagers than people your own age baby you got a problem mm-hmm. because you don't the fact of the matter is you do not you don't You're right and unless that unless unless you were in a coma you know <laughs> for, for x amount of years that's that froze, or has something that stunted your development or your growth your mental growth then no you don't you're just a predator trying to justify
2: being a predator Mm -hmm. and they they try to dress it up like they're carefree and young at heart or stupid shit (laughs) like that and it's like no spirit i I can't i can't stand that look i don't like kids if it is like they know way in hell i would actively want to be around teenagers unless and this is for anybody unless there's something wrong with you I you swear. know that their socialization is different than yours. You know that they're at a different stage in life than you. I mean, unless you are a bum, which you probably are, but even then, you still spent more time on this planet than they have. Mm-hmm. But exactly. they always try. To, yeah, they always try to justify it with some "I'm free and young at heart, and I'm a free spirit" and blah blah blah. Yeah, you yeah. You're you're young good. at heart, so but what that doctor
3: doc say about your heart? What the cardiologist say about you? <laughs> exactly. <your> are <heart? laughs> the cardiologist ain't
2: telling you
3: you, you got a heart. I bet you. So no, you are not young at heart. <laughs> <laughs> you're young in your head but that's about it but then the thing is whenever they claim to be you know oh you know we have they have a mental connection whatever the fuck that means mm-hmm. with these kids but then they try to use their age to basically boss up on these kids as well it's like but are y'all on the same level or not if that, that, like that mini like series
0: friend of the family should tell you the answer Ohio, to that. that did you watch oh, that,
3: that? I haven't yet, but I'm going to. Oh man, that thing is addictive and
0: infuriating.
3: Is it about? It's about the guy who took the girl to the little girl to to Mexico, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wherever he took her. Yeah, I, the, think you, I think you. I think you and I watched and the. Uh, I think you and I
0: watched the doc.
3: We probably did.
0: They did a mini series on it.
3: I know. I, I should have added a tag on something because I remember it's the guy. One of the guys, the guy from um, he was in the office. Pete from The Office. Nice. Right, so um in what
0: areas do you think boys are encouraged to show more maturity
2: than girls i feel like we're all about to have the same answer for this <laughs> for sex boys are encouraged to start being sexual early and young <laughs> they're immediately told that their value lies in sex how much sex they can have how many girls they can run through they it is it's astonishing because it's 100 percent the opposite of what we tell girls
1: mm-hmm. like
2: we we pretty much encourage boys to go out there young as hell and, and do it and then we turn around and tell the same girls they need to pre- i don't mean us obviously turn around and tell to tell girls they need to protect themselves from the same boys that they're encouraging to do this shit
0: that's crazy, just and then setting up yeah. situations for rape, which is yep. insane.
3: And then what And when pe what I always gets me when people say that it's like, okay, so you're telling your sons that they should be going out trying to fuck on everything. And you're telling your daughters that they shouldn't be fucked on. So
2: who anyway. are
3: your sons supposed to be having sex with? Each other? They're supposed to be raping. Right <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. You, they, and that's, just, they, that's, they that's, that's what it boils
3: down to because they, they don't want girls to have sexual agency. So they're like, no, you have to say no. You can't just sleep around. You can't just sleep with anybody. So they, they create this culture where girls are, you know, what girls feel as if they have to not be sexual or not want sex. You know, and this is for women too like that, there, there should be no interest in sex and then you create an environment where boys are constantly told that it's okay to you know coerce her into sex if someone just won if someone is willing to have sex with you then she might be a slut and, and she's only hard, she's girl, only
2: worth you know. fucking her the the second that that you get her to fuck you she loses any kind of value Exactly, that's the, the ridiculous shit that we and that touches on something else shan i think I have in my notes later, but it it just reminded me of how we we don't let girls we we act like it's not normal for teenage girls to have like sexual feelings. Yes, you're not supposed to have any, it, so we're, we we discourage them from you know exploring their sexuality, you know even having sex or anything like that. It's always like. No matter what, if you're a teen girl, if you engage in sex or anything like that, you're a victim of some guy coercing you. It's yeah. never anything that. Or you're doing something dirty and bad. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. That you should
0: be ashamed of.
3: Which is, That's- no fuck, which is why so many women have to go through, you know, their 20s and late 20s and 30s and 40s even trying to reclaim their sexuality.
2: Yep.
3: Hold on. And second.
2: even if. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead even to you know even then um and again obviously i don't think that i'm not saying this for us three because we don't give a fuck but even then still be shamed for it still be shamed in your 20s and 30s and 40s for mm-hmm. enjoying sex outside mm-hmm. of a committed relationship and even then they don't act like sex in a committed relationship is something you enjoy it's something you do to keep your man yeah it's something that you it,
3: it's a <laughs> task yeah
2: yep Yep. it's just something to check off the list Okay. Yep, a girlfriend today, duty today. yep suck some dick all right day's over <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's never women are still shamed for enjoying their sexuality and being free with their sexuality and choosing who they're going to sleep with because that really be pissing the men off mm-hmm. <laughs> and it pisses women off too actually the women who it's been we know that too the women who that shit's been ingrained in a lot of women do not like free women right because
3: it's, on a current, it's, a, it's everything
2: they've
0: been taught okay yeah all right so same question except a flip in what areas do you think girls are encouraged to show more maturity
2: than boys uh one thing i noticed that they try to encourage is women settling down young or being able to pick the right partner without any life experience
3: Mm.
2: It, it is a big thing that i see where they'll be like oh you know when, when you're young and in your prime you should be settling down with this guy and i'm like and they'll, they'll talk be talking about really young and i'll be like who the fuck thinks a 20 year old girl knows what kind of guy she should be settling down with or what kind of guy she's compatible with without mm-hmm. like experience but honestly i think they're encouraging pretty much every other aspect besides sex from settling down to cooking and cleaning to mm. Um, being self sufficient because you know, these men, they want you self-sufficient enough that they don't have to bring anything, but they do still need you to be needy with them. Um, and they're, you know, girls are often conditioned to like watch younger siblings, keeping the house clean, cooking, being like a general second mother. That shit's already ingrained in them to like be a mom and be a wife and be of service to people.
0: I'm definitely Absolutely. with you on that. <laughs> Sorry. But yes, definitely with you on that. I saw um I ain't even gonna get on her today.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've seen
2: a lot of that. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and you yeah. know that was my teenage oh. life. Yeah. Mm hmm.
3: Girls, you want me to go with girls or boys? I'm gonna do it. Did I answer boys? Well that doesn't sure. matter. Did
1: you? Well go know. ahead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, with girls, you know, girls are expected to show maturity, as Desiree said, in the household, um, oftentimes at school, and there is this, is this general expectation, like from the time girls are about eight or even nine, you know, no more bad moods, like you you can't have a bad mood because then you got an attitude problem and everything that you, even if your issues are valid. You know, they, they want to stamp that out of girls very early. In the middle, and then it gets labeled as being more emotionally mature. And it's like, no, it isn't. You just made this baby suppress her feelings to please
2: you and others around you. And we know that doesn't work too well. I think another thing, too, that I noticed with, like, and I think we probably all see this, too, with, like, younger girls, we start expecting them to police their own bodies as to like yes. make excuses for men don't wear short shorts you know yes. what i mean right. don't, don't, wear wear shorts. don't
3: Don't sit that way or yeah you know, no no the funniest one no makeup and no red nail polish yes. yeah or red lipstick you have to
0: learn prevention at age yes. five and six
3: without even knowing what you're what you're trying to prevent yep you're just it's just And
0: when you slip up on the prevention you'll start to learn what you're trying to prevent because they'll start calling you names they'll start making sense
2: you're fast you're fast yep and that that's a big one i know because no matter what especially like it's a big argument i remember i used to have with these mammies on fucking facebook years ago about like with r kelly and i would i would just i i would say i don't understand why the responsibility of this situation would be put on the child and not the adult like these girls knew what they were doing blah 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 and that's something that we we start with girls at a very young age Mm -hmm. and it is to put that responsibility for men's urges on them
0: yeah because i always ask like why why the fuck can a 14 year old girl seduce a grown man she can't i'm sorry
3: no, she can't Never
0: at not not at one point in my entire fucking adulthood could a fourteen year old boy ever seduce me?
2: Ever? ever.
0: I'm tired <laughs> of them getting passes all the time. Like, oh, she was being fast. Oh, she was seducing him. Oh, they set him up. There's Baby, no not... setup in the world that can make me have sex with
3: a fourteen
0: year old boy or be exactly. seduced by there, him.
3: There is no ch- girl child fast enough to catch a man not looking for not looking for a girl exactly a girl. and that, that that's what it boils down to. because that, it's funny that everything always comes down to personal responsibility personal responsibility the then when you talk about these men preying on these young girls person personal responsibility goes out the window and all of a sudden it's well she knew what she was getting into and, and she did that and you know she she made the choice and it's like but that didn't make it okay for him to do what he did mm-hmm. Because the world is
0: wrapped in male worship, that's why.
2: Isn't it amazing how they try to say that they're the logical thinkers, but apparently (laughs) all logic goes out the window if they see a teenage girl.
3: Like, yeah,
2: we're we're the logical thinkers and we're leaders. So why the fuck you can't leave a child alone? Men
3: are the ones making these countdown clocks for these these little girl girl stars. So nasty, you know the the countdown to eighteen that's men
2: yep but i remember that to, with but the, we're uh, supposed
3: to believe that we're supposed to believe that they're not predatory especially I when you go to the comments know. and you see you know when you see about these these articles about you know one person being inappropriate with a kid or or whatever or you know or or a teen girl who's in the spotlight and people and the men are like well i don't blame her <laughs> and i don't you know hey she's almost 18 or hey you know there's no there's no you know it's not technically statutory like once they start trying to justify it and i'm like yeah all y'all most of you are rapists Mm -hmm. or you would be rapists if you could if you knew you could get away with it Mm -hmm. the only thing stopping them from all just going you know nuts with it is the fact that they could you know lose their life or go to jail Mm mm-hmm
2: This brings up something I remember from a very long time ago. This is back when I still like lived in Virginia. So very long time ago uh, when the Sandusky case came out and I remember reading an article from a male journalist and he was basically saying women are going to have to be the ones demanding justice for this because men will understand where he was coming from. And I was like, y'all are embarrassing that is disgusting what what and and I remember reading it and even then I was still like my early 20s so I wasn't you know the des that I am now but I remember reading it and thinking that don't make no damn sense like how, how disgusting and how embarrassing for you to write an article that says men can understand child rape
3: right because and and we know where it comes from this is where all the just. this is the root of all of the justifications all of it it comes from their desire to actually do the same yep because what 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 is the purpose of putting out there and saying hey well you know what i can understand i don't want to understand a rapist i don't care to understand a rapist or a pedophile or a child abuser i don't care to understand them i'm not going to play devil's advocate they don't yeah. need advocates
0: yeah need to want, advocate. i'm not gonna stand out there and just go and fucking stand beside them like what the fuck
3: exactly but the, i feel whenever i do see, I don't see people, any like, reason for have, that i'm like you have skin in the game that's why you're defending them
2: right we and are not all, public defenders. You have, the fuck?
3: you have some kind of st- you have skin in the game one way or another or you feel like you got skin in the game dangerous person and whenever Shana, you get them, your like, uh
2: I hope, I, I hope somebody you know looks into what they've been doing yeah. whenever they're there right <laughs> I, that's exactly how i feel anytime when i see i can even just see a sentence that even slightly sounds like it might lean toward justifying something your ass needs to be checked out mm-hmm. it,
1: you it, it, be it,
2: if you're if your immediate thought when you see shit like that isn't honestly because i'm a big believer in the death penalty for people who harm kids i don't Me care too. Too. if your first thought isn't uh onto the electric chair i there's some shit needs to be looked into with you
3: exactly and that's how i feel because this is the thing you know I was, I was a student of psychology and pedophilia cannot be cured these people don't get better they just find better ways of hiding it go and kill them and somebody yep. said, well they should be castrated no castration no. doesn't do it because you know what they do they find something to substitute yep. for to substitute their penises with death is the only option so did you get your um your Did you get to
0: answer the um? In what areas do you think boys are encouraged to show more maturity
3: than girls, Chan? Oh, <laughs> we know went off on tangents, huh? <laughs> don't, don't we always? Be hard, I don't want it to be a hard edit for you, though. Um, well, I think for boys, like with Desiree, it's, it's with the sex, but it's also in like with the girls with the um suppression of their emotions. You know, as as boy, little boys at five and six, they're telling them, Hey, you know, boys don't cry. Don't cry. You know, they people feel away when little boys express too much happiness or you know, or joy, even. Yeah. Which is all kinds of fucked. Like, have you seen how people act when you see when they see these little boys or these teen boys just dancing on TikTok having fun with their friends? Mm-hmm. They become rabid beasts because they can't stand to see it. So, yeah, I think that's that's the prime. Like, sex is, is one of the ways, but I think also with their emotions, that's another way, which actually causes a lot of harm. Okay. All right, then. What, we may have already answered this, but
0: what factors do you think motivate people to cling so tightly to the um what do you uh I guess how do I want to say this to the theory or the the assumption yeah what factors do you think motivate people
2: to cling so tightly to this theory I mean I think it goes back to like the socialization thing and I think even that goes further back to like control. (laughs) At the end of the day, I feel like all these questions always come about with men controlling women. And you ask these men, you know, what do they want? They want themselves some young, young, inexperienced girl who's basically willing to be a domestic servant for them. So no, no sane woman would choose such. (laughs) So how, how do you do that? Well, one, you need to convince girls that they're nothing without a man and nothing without marriage. Two, you have to convince girls that they're more mature than their counterparts so that in order to get that kind of marriage or relationship that we tell them brings them value, they're going to have to go for older men. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> three, you basically make it seem like w- women are, are, are valued for what service they provide. So that's where we, we do the whole raising the girls to cook and clean and watch kids so that they are now conditioned to go into their marriage to know to do that and that they have to do all that to keep their men. So it, to me, it just always comes down to control and how men can get themselves a young girl to groom. They want to groom these girls to be in these abusive relationships of domestic servitude. And that's how you do it. First, you got to convince them they're nothing without a man. Second, you got to convince them that they're smarter than all the guys their age. And third, you got to raise them to cook and clean so that they can come ready to be your domestic servant. Uh-huh. and And so that
3: they're less likely to recognize it as abuse
2: yep because they have no life experience that's the one thing that they re- the, that's why these men they'll harp so hard about like encountering and women being with with all these these men and their body counts and their relationships and her you know she spent her 20s riding the cock carousel and then doesn't want to settle down into her 30s. <laughs> the, re- the real the real thing with these dudes is they don't want you cannot groom a woman with life experience you can't bring that shit to us They'll talk all this shit and try to say it's biological. Men don't want their women touched by the... No, 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 no. No, men don't
0: want to compete with other men. They don't want to compete with other men. To please a woman. They know they're bad in bed. They don't want her to have any sexual experience that, you know, was good. That he will have to figure out how to fucking do or do better or whatever the fuck. They don't want to compete with the guys you've slept with
2: and they don't want you to be able to recognize relationship red flags because they are in fact a relationship red flag mm-hmm. abusive as fuck
3: they are and they're always itching to abuse too i'm like yeah. i like, I, I see some of these people in the conversations that they're having and all it is did is it's just screaming abuse like they are before they even get in a relationship they're talking about what they expect from a woman and what they're not going to allow her to do and what she has to do for them and all of these things. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm not surprised you are single. You should be single. Yep. You are unhinged and you are abusive. And this is also why they always, they always feel like a man with money should be able to do whatever he wants because if they were in those same positions, they would do that.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, I say that all the time, girl. I say you're just projecting what you would do if you could actually attract women. That's why they try to Correct. warn women like a, a man with money will do this or they tell them like not to go after a good looking guy because he'll have options and he'll do this. It's like, like bro, just I up. have yeah. options too. Yeah. But Baby, like, they calm, calm down. down. They don't want women going after good looking men with money. They want them like, to settle damn. down with ugly, broke dudes because apparently ugly, broke dudes are the better option. Like, yeah, right. first of all, look up domestic violence. It's rampant in poverty. So mm. y'all can take that shit elsewhere. Second of all, this ain't Aladdin, man. It ain't rich asshole or this ain't Titanic and Aladdin. It's not a rich asshole or poor fool with a heart of gold. Right. Y'all are just as bad as these dudes. You just don't have their, you just don't pull the women to do it to.
3: And listen, I'm right.
2: sorry. But
0: Who the fuck is that? not used to being in situations where they're dating someone with options like y'all need to go back under that motherfucking bridge with the rest of the trolls where y'all came from
1: because i don't don't need your
0: advice on oh don't mess with him Mm -hmm. you know he's going to be messing around with all the ladies because he looks good i'm used to dating guys who look good you can calm down exactly
2: one thing i tell these men well i don't tell them this anymore actually i don't engage them unless i like making fun of them But one thing I say about them is like, y'all cannot tell people how men who can get laid and can get relationships act because you're not one of them. You (laughs) can only tell us how you would act. You can't tell us what they think. Like, and when you say who's used to this, men who don't date, that's why they're on these podcasts all day. That's why they're on the internet all day. They're sexual, sexual rejects is what I call them. I don't even call them incels anymore. Sexual rejects. They don't date they can't attract nobody they just get their ass on here complaining all day that's why mm-hmm. they have all these thoughts and people who do date will be like what are you talking about people don't act like that correct all right next um
3: it was it was me for the um what factors motivate people to cling so tightness of the dairy you hear me yeah go ahead. i can hear you <laughs> Yes, okay. and i can hear you Well, you know, everything that Desiree said, I agree with, but then also they cling to it because, you know, they don't want to have to examine either themselves or how they've treated others or how they've been treated by others, you know, and and this is, we see this a lot with, with women who deny victimhood of other women and girls. It's because they're looking at it through their lens and they're like, well, this happened to me and. They've convinced themselves that they weren't abused, but they were. And they don't want to have to come to terms with that. So I can't say you're a victim because then I would have to admit that I, too, am a victim.
2: That is a really good point.
3: So that that and I think that's a big part of it when it comes to women. Um, When it's coming from males, however, it's nothing more than than a flimsy excuse to justify their their predatory natures. Their predatory actions, their predatory behaviors. So that it's in their best interest point. to do
2: it. Rem- removing accountability—that is such a good point, Shannon. <laughs> Be accountable for my shit. Nah, man, I'm gonna keep this shit up so I can keep blaming everybody else. Correct.
0: If it is fact and truly believed, do you think female child leadership? and roles of authority would or should be encouraged if it's truly believed that girls mature faster
2: I mean I don't believe it but either way I believe it should be encouraged that girls should be encouraged to be in leadership roles but also I think kids in general should be encouraged to figure out who they are and who they mm-hmm. want to be that could be be in a leadership role. Some people don't like that. They like they're yeah. like, look, man, just tell me what to do, and I'm good. <laughs> Let I me collect my check. The
0: longest.
2: Yeah. yeah, like I think that the is that we should stop socializing each gender to do this and that, and open up the doors for both of them to figure out who they are and what they want, and present all options to both of them. Mm-hmm. Let them figure it out. Not Ooh. everybody can be a leader. <laughs> Thank you. Right.
3: I mean, I I, I agree with Des, of course. But if people truly believe that girls mature faster, honestly, you know, we're, we're just going to take their little train of thought. You believe <laughs> girls mature faster, so it makes more sense for women to be in positions of power and authority, right? That's so, you know, there should, it would make sense for the woman to be the head of household, wouldn't it? It would make sense for the woman to be the one, you know, with control of the bank accounts. And I from mean, a young uh, age,
2: uh, since they mature faster, exactly, yeah, girls mature
3: faster. And and this is the thing: when she's, done, when she's
0: gonna, gonna get life experience faster. It's gonna exactly. be coming at her because she's moving and shaking and maturing.
3: But the thing is, is the people who say girls mature faster, they're never willing to, you know, you know, give power to these girls. It's like, oh, girls mature faster, but you know, she should she women can't be in in positions of authority. And it's like, well, it can't be both because if girls are maturing faster, that means that she is accruing this experience faster and she Uh, she is processing what what has to happen or what has happened. So all of these things go into leadership. But then not only that, girls are groomed to handle, you know, logistics, like household logistics, navigating, picking up one sibling from the next after school or, or making schedules or making sure the schedules are tight. They put that on their girl children. Not the boys, so it only makes sense for girls. Once we're going into the workforce and you know societal roles, it would make sense for girls to be at the helm of the ship if girls truly if they truly believe girls mature faster. But we know they don't. (laughs) It's just Yeah, and then like
0: my follow up question to that was in the same realm. Um, It was, um, should would um, boys' lack of maturity warrant more harsh restrictions until proven mature enough to handle freedoms and understand tasks, responsibilities, relationships that girls fall into understanding, you know, at an earlier
2: age? I think, I don't know, because that sounds to me like I don't know i'm not a huge fan of like harsh restrictions or harsh punishments on kids Mm -hmm. to begin with Mm -hmm. like i'm a big fan of like kids are kids they're Mm -hmm. messy they're growing they're figuring themselves out they're they're gonna fuck up kids are gonna do shit that they know they shouldn't do and do it anyways (laughs) like so i i'm a fan of harsher restrictions depending on what's you know depending on the kid and what's going on but i think I think yes we need to raise boys better if that makes sense Mm -hmm. you know the old saying right they raise the girls and spoil the boys Mm yeah that we need to raise both and and spoil both I don't think there's anything wrong with spoiling kids if they're good and well behaved like I don't either I I don't don't, yeah I encourage that at all times like I think that's why my nephew be like like he'll come and visit he'll just like to just chill in my apartment because like if I ask him to do something, he does it. So I don't care. But if you ask me for something, I give it to him. And he's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, you ain't out here acting like a little asshole. I don't have any reason to withhold something from a child. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in raising both and spoiling both. Raise them to be the people you want to see in the world. Yeah. Well, I'm not a parent, so obviously I might me be not either. A parent. This isn't even necessarily a parent question. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not. I'm not a parent either.
2: Yeah. But
0: no, it's just it's it's really not even a parent question. It's just asking, you know, should would boys' lack of maturity warrant more harsh restrictions until proven that they can uh, be mature enough to handle freedoms and understand tasks, responsibilities and relationships?
3: I think so i it doesn't I th- necessarily
0: th- mean for a parent.
3: <laughs> if, we're, if we're following the logic of girls maturing faster, it would that would be the next logical conclusion that since boys are the least or the are the less mature sex or gender, whatever we're going to call it, it would only make sense mm-hmm. that they would be more restricted. You know how 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 we do girls? Yes, girls yeah. supposed, supposedly mature faster, but then at the same time we want our daughters on like a, a, a time schedule for things. We want to know where she is, where she's going, what she's going, who she's going with. We want to spy on our daughters and invade their privacy and all of that. And it's like, mm-hmm. but they don't want to mm-hmm. do it to their sons, even though the sons are supposed to be less mature. And it's like, okay, so he's less mature. That means he's at a greater risk than she is. Mm-hmm.
2: It definitely... But- it definitely mm-hmm. links to what you said, Shannon, about like the accountability. It's like, oh, he's a greater risk, but that's just how he is. So, right. <laughs> and, and,
1: that,
3: and that's and the thing. It's like, if that's why my point is, if if you truly believe, if this yeah. is truly what you believe, that girls mature faster. Okay, I won't take that from you. But then, why do you prefer male leaders if you believe that? Girls mature Faster mm. it can't be both yep. You can't say and That I, girls mature faster but men should be leading I feel like
0: this Would go a long Ways towards solving Our incel problem Too I just do
3: It um, would because a lot Of maybe, a lot of need
0: More restrictions young. placed on boys Because obviously the way We've been raising boys so far Hasn't been working and, um, I feel like the only way to tackle this incel problem is catch it before they get grown and it has to be the parents. And the only way it seems like it, the parents will do it is if you fucking, you know, the law gets involved and you you know what I mean? Like with the, yeah. um, I forgot who I was talking to about this, but like with the, um, the 16 year old boy who just shot up, I think like four people in his high school, um, and they um charged him with terrorism. he pled guilty to everything, and then they charged his parents with um like four counts of um involuntary manslaughter because they didn't um
3: prevent it yeah,
0: there were lots and lots of warning signs leading up to it. I might talk about this on YouTube, but there were a lot of warning signs leading up to it, and they told him that I mean they told the mom that she had like 48 hours or whatever to get him to see a therapist or whatever and she didn't do it like so many different things that they were instructed to do and and just should have known to do as parents Mm -hmm. uh in general and they just refused to do it and kept coddling him telling him how they're not mad at him every time they had to go you know talk to the um the school and shit and so I think like this is what it's gonna what it's gonna take to um, solve our incel cell problem is to, is for the law to put um, a heavy deterrent on the parents. Mm-hmm. Like, when you, if your kid goes and shoots up a school, we're charging you with fucking manslaughter. You know, what I mean, it has to be something. One hundred percent. How
2: the fuck did your kid even get a gun? You... They get, they got it for him. That's another yeah, part exactly. of the issue. Like, I one hundred percent agree with parents being fucking held accountable for raising these fuckers y'all are the reason they're fucking entitled y'all are the reason that they don't fucking like exactly what you said shan like they just coddled him yeah fuck throw their ass in jail too They're do it contributing anything to society throw them in jail too mm-hmm. exactly and, but you know this is this is
3: why I, I agree they should be they should have greater restrictions placed on them because at the end of the day it's not the, it's not girls pulling children into the bathrooms at school to rape them. All right it's yeah. not girls up the schools we never saw a woman on to catch a predator it's not girl exactly it's not the girls you know plotting and, and raping all you know raping whoever comes into a bathroom or or you know setting the stage for these things that's not girls it's boys so it only makes sense to have them with greater restrictions because quote they lack the maturity to make the right decision all
2: right i think in the history of school shootings and i'm probably wrong I think I only know of one girl who brought a gun to school and I, I remember seeing like a CNN or you know those shows they'd be having on CNN where it's like an hour and whatever and they go they dive into it and this was a very long time ago. and I remember she brought the gun to school and she had shot like one of the popular girls in her arm and it was it turns out the popular the girl was relentlessly bullying this girl. Mm-hmm. That is like the only time in history I can remember a girl bringing a gun to school. And it As wasn't even opposed-
3: Situation. She wasn't trying. She didn't target. Yeah. Any she, and everybody. She exactly. Was
2: she wasn't shooting boys because they wouldn't take her on a date. Like she, no, she she, she shot her boy.
3: Now is it justified? Mm, maybe not.
2: But <laughs> like, can you stand um, Yeah, yeah. I was, what's what's that saying? I'm not saying I I I agree, but I understand. <laughs> yeah. And, and she shot her like in her arm. because I, I remember they interviewed the girl and I think she was sitting on the swings. This was so long ago. Um, and she had like her arm in a sling. And,
3: and she, the girl was just the child just wanted to be left alone. And she was like, Hey, if this is what's going to take for you to leave me alone, this is what I have to do.
2: And it was, it was some cruel shit. If I recall, I might have to see if I can find the story and send it to y'all. But I, if I recall, the girl pretended to be her friend. And then went and like spread a bunch of shit about her at school, like some real cruel shit. So, again, I'm not like, we're not saying it's justified, but I understand. She just wanted to be left alone. It wasn't like she was saying, No, nobody asked me to prom, time to shoot up the whole fucking school. Nah, she just wanted to be left alone.
0: Mm -hmm. Why do you think girls are groomed for emotional labor rather than authority? And to be domestics rather than head of household we've been talking a little bit about this why do you think it's like that
2: i mean it's basically like i said before is that women's value i think is always in of it's what they it's their services to others mm-hmm. um if you you know you ever see we we will laugh about this shit if we ever see it posted on social media we'll be like this guy would be like oh you know, I knew I was going to marry this girl when when I lost my job and she let me stay with her and she was paying all my bills and she paid my child support too. It's Gosh. always like what what services women can do.
1: Yeah. And
2: that's yeah. what, we, like like it's hilarious that men will sit here and say things like we don't have value unless we can we're provide. We're a wallet. Yeah, we're a wallet. First of all, most of y'all ain't making a damn thing. So you can okay. shut the fuck up about that. <laughs> but women are nothing unless there is a man in which they can do everything for Correct. and it's literally what are we and it's even crazier with black women because black women are supposed to be of service to everybody like mm-hmm. <laughs> it like you guys know who Julie Plec is right the show writer of Vampire Diaries Mm-hmm. she I'm going off on a tangent so I'm sorry mm-hmm. when Megan Thee Stallion was shot she had posted she had tweeted about I think it was something like like people not believing black women or people are not supporting black women when they're uh victims of violence and julie cluck gets her fucking stupid ass on there and she's like i believe and she deleted this tweet, but you can still find it i believe black women are gonna save us this is right after <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she got shot i and it, it explains bonnie's care the way bonnie's character was written in vampire diaries too Yeah, I oh, believe,
3: was the helper yeah. the help never got her happy and anytime she yeah. got a semblance of a happy and and this is something that i've said on post i'm like When Julie, you know that Yonda Giffin was like, not on my watch. I said, that's when it comes to her black characters being happy. Not on her watch.
2: Not on her watch at all. And when you really, like, really look, like, really go back and watch Vampire Diaries or read that tweet where she's like, Black women are going to save us. I'm so sorry to put this on to you, but you're so, you guys are so strong and we white women are failing at it. Bitch, she just got shot. And this, so, what women in general are obviously groomed to be of service to people, but it's like a whole different level with black women. Black women are supposed to just mule and mammy for everybody. Mm-hmm. I refuse. I absolutely refuse. I'm not. I'm not a mule, and I'm not a mammy. I'm not I'm of service not, to anybody. I'm not saving
0: nobody I'm a fucking princess, bitch. Straight,
2: <laughs> save somebody, y'all. Listen, I'll high five you while you're drowning. I'm not. I'm not saving nobody. Get get away from us. Help it, I, help
3: nah, it out for
2: you. That <laughs> <laughs> got, got me fucked up. You would go back and rewatch the Vampire Diaries and see all the shit she did to Bonnie. And then it can't oh, it no, I, come I, out. I, I
3: rewatched it not long ago and you yeah know threads on whenever I do when rewatches and I'm like every time I and this is why I can't, you know, even though I enjoyed some moments, yeah. mainly when the originals came to play. Yes. Um it was so it was just so damn obvious that mm-hmm. that Bonnie was meant to be the mule. Like Bonnie and die come back to life and she's still up service of these white folks. Mm-hmm.
2: Not to mention, you can always tell, and I'm sure, Shan, I'm sure you noticed this too, that she, it was almost like she tried to make Bonnie seem not as attractive as Elena and Caroline. Bonnie <laughs> right. never had these, these big moments where she wore these gowns. I'm a listen, I'll go off right here because I speak passionately about this shit. There is a specific episode in season three. Where the Michelsons have that ball, mm-hmm. and Bonnie is not at the ball, and then you're like, but she's she going magic
3: behind up... the scenes to help the motherfucker.
2: Yeah, in the next in the next episode, the the woman, the Michelson's mom, who throws the ball to get to know everybody and start the process, goes to Bonnie and her mom, and she's like, "Sisters, we're gonna do this together." I'm like, "Now, wouldn't it have made more damn sense if she would have invited Bonnie to the ball? She did. <laughs> why? Why wouldn't this whole plan would have made more sense? Because she was like, Lena, I want to meet." I want to meet Elena, it's time that we meet because, you know, she needed her blood. Wouldn't it have also made sense for you to be like, I also want to meet the witches in the town to help me? <laughs> but, but no, because they never, and there's, I remember this particular moment where Kai is like flirting with her and Ian Somerhal's character, Damon says to her, and she's like, oh, there's something wrong with this guy. He's like, oh, that's because you're not used to men hitting on you. On what fucking planet is a woman who looks like Katarina Graham, not used to men hitting on her? That oh, that's julie Pleck's whole thing is like she tried to downplay bonnie and i was like i'm not here for it she never had any good love interest the guy who played klaus uh, poor, poor tina she's gonna be editing this out she's like the fuck are they talking about the guy <laughs> who played klaus the guy who played cole and there was the oh and ian Summerholder, they all actually asked julie Pleck to have a romantic storyline with bonnie and she shot all of it down I mean
3: bro, then she got Bonnie got Jeremy and then he yeah. died. Yep. Um and then when she finally got you know what was quote real love or true love or whatever With Enzo Enzo then he dies too. Like he, when, he died like senselessly. So he died exactly. He died senselessly.
2: And, and you know the other part that always gets me too is like the last episode when she's like leaving and like Enzo's ghost is in her ear and she got a t- she got a plane ticket to Africa. Where in Africa? What plane? <laughs> it? What? Plane? Where? <laughs> it's just They're on top now like, wherever. Just oh, open it. Okay. There. okay. Just, just says Africa. What? What? <laughs> but that's that's. It, it's exactly like we we noticed it. It, it. To get back on track, it, women are nothing unless they are of service to somebody. Black women especially need to be of service to everybody.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I, Tina. <laughs> It's all in service of like the patriarchy and to to maintain yeah. this ideology that states that men should lead and women should follow. Um, there was a post that I saw not long ago about you know pumpkin spice, right? And people were like, well, hey, you know nobody nobody cared about pumpkin spice or had a problem with it when it was when women were in the kitchen baking pies with those same spices. But now that these women are, this is something that a woman does for herself. You know, she's getting coffee for herself, something that she enjoys. It's not in service to anyone. And suddenly, pumpkin spices, had, basic
2: bitchery, had, yeah, you know,
3: connotation on it. And I was like, you know what? That's exactly. a damn good point. But that's you know, but that's that's the thing. That's what happens with patriarchy and and the patriarchal ideals. Women aren't anything unless they're of service let's just look at how how people act when you know a woman she can comb her daughter's natural hair every day in beautiful styles and people are like well that's what you're supposed to do as her mother when 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 is it it's only a big deal if a woman you know cuts her son's hair and does a nice job on it then it's oh my gosh you really did that like the 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 comments and the the positive responses come flooding in from men and women alike when she does something for her boy child versus when she does it for her girl child and you know and that's only reinforced throughout our lives
2: and the praise that men get if they actually do it regardless of their child's gender because they're not supposed to be doing that shit. so if they do it oh my god he's just such an amazing father he's he's just look at him like it, women it's, oh, it's, it's you're supposed to do it, it, it if you do it for every
3: day this week when the wife does it every day every
2: yeah month. exactly
3: <laughs> he, he and suddenly it's oh my gosh
2: he's a he's <laughs> a real king yeah.
3: does this contribute to men
0: showing up as another person for wives to take care of rather than showing up as a partner
2: hell yes <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah mm-hmm. it, w- uh i actually saw a tiktok and i'd be hitting not interested on this shit because i'm not gonna lie i'm really i really don't want to see all this relationship shit on my feed okay. i want to see cooking and makeup i don't want to see the rest of this shit um <laughs> but one that came on my feed last night um was she had said that there's some you know these stupid men in their podcast these sexual rejects and he has said you know we tell women to go for men like their fathers but we get mad when when uh men want women like their mothers and the girl brought up a good point she said no I grew up with both of my parents I want a man who treat me like my dad treated my mom y'all want a woman to treat you like your mom treated you
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that's exactly it. It, it the whole I can say this is probably and I don't even want to say this is a positive thing the only thing I remember I can think where it was balanced in my household growing up is that all this shit also got dumped on my older brother too they're just equal opportunity fucking us over. But for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, it's put on the girl. So it, it, mm-hmm. these boys are, they won, they grow up entitled. They think that their dishes are supposed to be washed, their food cooked, mm-hmm. their drawers cleaned by somebody else, not them. And they expect that throughout their entire lives. And it also it, it's not just that they expect it, is that because they spoil these little fuckers and make them think, you know, my son and my S-U-N that they're more valuable than their their girls, these boys think that if they actually marry somebody it's such a gift such a gift Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. all he should have to do is work eight hours a day, everything else she should be doing, including working eight hours a day, but yeah absolutely it creates these fuckers because that's what they were as kids They, they they never grew up they were never socialized to grow up. Yeah. And
0: then we don't understand why the community looks the way it does, where we have just like men who are not um equally yoked with Correct. men I mean with the women. We wonder why. And it's just like
3: look how we're raising our kids. Exactly. You know, and that's that's the thing. When it what it boils down to is when girl children are raised to take care of the home and everybody around them, but boy children aren't expected to participate, society is going to how can society end up anything other than a place where the men are emotionally emotionally stunted and the women are emotionally developed.
0: And the men the, the boys are not they're not being taught how to be men either. Exactly. So then we have you know these fully functional you know for the most part you know well-rounded grown women and then we have these weird men and then we're supposed to try to force them to be together
3: yeah you know like
0: this man doesn't even know how to be a man he doesn't even know that you know um taking care of a woman and children is like a prideful thing and not something to um
3: they'll be hurting. angry
0: yeah like they don't even know how to be men you know and, it's, it's, and it's weird
3: you saying that actually trigger uh, you know the thought in it. and it's like men males will sit and talk about how you know yeah my daughter needs to know how to change you know spark plugs and how to change her tire and how to mm-hmm. change she needs to know what's going on with her car and she needs to understand you know basic car maintenance but then they don't apply that same logic to their sons your son needs to know how to clean he needs to know how to cook for himself because the expectation is that this is a twofold thing women are should not expect for men to be willing to do anything for them that is why girls they want girls to be able to you know change tires and do all of these things and do appliance replay repair But then they don't teach their sons because the expectation is that there will always be a woman around to do those things for him.
2: And you kind of just triggered a thought in my head, too, Shan, because (laughs) let's let's not forget, not just that they expect a woman to be around to do stuff for them, but women are also supposed to help build these men into men. You supposed to be there and play build a man <laughs> and and be there through all his shit and him finding himself in, and letting him cheat so he realizes what he has at home and Yeah, like and, that's and what so, I was
0: saying about how they don't even know how to be men. They're not yeah. That's what I was saying about how they're
2: not um being raised to be men. And they expect a grown, fully fuck they—they're not raised to be men, and then they expect a grown, fully functional woman that they raised to be a grown, fully functional woman to take on one of these fucking degenerates, yes. and then help help build him into the man that they didn't raise him to be. And, honestly, and, and I feel like, and wait, I feel like and, it's
3: done—it's done deliberately, you know, because they agreed. people they want you know they want their sons to be their best friend. That's my world, you know. He's my king. I'm raising kings and princes and all of these things, and they, they know, they know that they are shortchanging these kids. I don't believe for a second that they don't know, but they want them dependent in some way. So on the flip side, to fall on women.
2: I wonder if that, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. And I always, I had seen this discussion and I got, I thought it was very interesting. Um, Like you were saying, Shannon, they are always going to be dependent on a woman. And a lot of times I think we see that their moms want them to stay dependent on them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why their moms don't be liking the women they do bring mm-hmm. into their lives. Yep. And I don't know if y'all saw that TikTok. I know I know Uppity Negress posted it. And it was it was maybe a month ago where uh she had like a sixteen year old son and his girlfriend oh, was called phone. You know which one I'm talking about? That that weird ass emotionally incestuous one. Yes. Yeah. And she was uh, she was all acting all dramatic. And she, so I picked up the phone. Like, just like, she was, took her forever to say, she, bitch, you could have just said, I answered the phone and fuck with his girlfriend. You ain't had, this did not take this long to say. But a lot oh, of them. That that one, one, I think that may have been too. It was that one. And then there was another one
3: where they, they did like a, a um, like a flip, all those pictures. And then people were like,
1: oh, um, yeah. Are they,
3: are they, are they, are they mother and son? Or are they like, a couple? because she was dressed like they were the pictures were given very much like couple yeah oh and then that was the weird one with the who dressed up for Halloween as Rihanna and had her baby boy her son as ASAP Rocky and the kid was like seven
2: or eight. Oh my god I, did you see the one where she her son was like a sailor and yes she, that's, that's she, one, she, one yeah she dressed pictures. up in like a military outfit too I'm like Y'all got but they, they raise the it's like they, they want these boys to stay continuously dependent on them. Which is explains why they be going after these bum ass men too. They think if they if the men's dependent on they'd be letting these homosexuals hang out with them, yeah. If they're dependent on them, they're not gonna go anywhere. So right. th- it, it, it they definitely want think there's always gonna be a woman around. But I wonder how many of these women think that the woman around is actually going to be them, their mom. It's it's disgusting. They,
3: they do think that, and that's why they're always so damn hard have you ever like I don't I I will not date a mama's boy I do not date mama's boys at all
2: um I've never There's
3: an issue with with boundaries and I've seen it from other people where the the mother doesn't respect her son's wife and it's like oh because she took it she it, she acts she acts like a woman who's bitter about another woman taking her man when that's yeah fucking son and that's all a part of it. They they want, and they do, they want those, their son, every man, it's usually rooted in the fact that most of the men, including that her son's father, have left her.
2: Yeah, have left so her. The man birth, is not around.
3: So I birthed this, this child, my son, and he's going to become a man and he will be a man that will not leave me.
2: Yep. Which it's is like a, the the transference of love or something, if that makes it is.
3: sense. That's, that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's a transference of love.
2: The he's the he's the the man of the house now, but they don't be raising him to be men. It's I has so much he's a man of the house. He'd be like seven he said, years old. Wow. With his blocks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> his toy trucks, <laughs> his matchbox, leave him alone.
3: But it's funny how they say that. They'll say, Oh, you know, uh, my, my son is the man of the house, but the daughter is never the woman of the house. Nope. What did they say about their daughters? Oh, we can't have two women in the house. We can't no, have are on in the household.
2: They're on Facebook calling their daughters little wenches and shit. Something fucking wrong with you hoes. I remember seeing that going around too where somebody's like, I'm glad I had a son and I didn't have a daughter. I couldn't stand no wench in my house. I was like, y'all, Thick. y'all, this... If I ever wanted kids, and I've never wanted them, but if a, we'll say an accident happened, I have <laughs> always wanted a girl over boys Me like too. i raised my two younger sisters and, and honestly too. exactly i would 100 percent take a girl over a boy y'all y- y'all y'all easily
3: at, at, at easily don't girls, even need to
2: think about it
3: right No, as girls is competition at some, point, at some point i did want a son but now you know i have my daughter she's my only child i don't yeah. have to, to add anymore and i'm happy with her i'm like good and i feel like if she had been a boy I'd still, I'd be trying to still get a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus she's a girl and I'm like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad, I'm grateful. But you know, in the, the thing is with a lot of people, the issues most, so many women have with their daughters is it's, it's rooted in the patriarchy, in that, that competitiveness women have with each other. Yeah, it's a like, lot of get, a get a
0: fucking daughter. clue y'all don't even fucking date in the same pool right, right. get a fucking clue and, and quit you know, fucking hating women, on what you created and pat yourself on the fucking back shit but
3: yeah and this even starts before the child what do they say when when women are pregnant with girls that girls steal your beauty
2: Steal your beauty yep
3: and i'm like that's so, so fucking mean so they, they
0: i've never now. heard of that before
3: Oh, yes, it's it's a very, it's
2: it's a big thing. Yes.
3: yes, when people have a rough, having a rough pregnancy or they're not looking their best, let it be a girl. First thing they say, oh, she's stealing your beauty. Girls steal your beauty. This is like an old wives' tale. And I think it's pretty much fallen out of favor, but I still have seen it here and there. And that's, that's a big part of it is that, and then women see their daughters. You know, women who already don't care much for women
1: mm-hmm. see their daughters
3: as just um basically what should be a, a better version of themselves so then they immediately look at it like oh you're you're better than me and you think you're better than me and yeah, you think you're- it becomes it becomes this, it's so fucking weird because i'm i can't imagine you birth your child like i want my child to be like me you know, people, when, when I would get that whole, you know, threatening, you're going to have a child and it's going to be just like you. And I'm like, I fucking hope so. <laughs> I'm goddamn delightful. Uh, Absolutely. I, want my child to be like me. I want her to look like me. I want her to have my mannerisms. I, if I could transport all my wisdom into her with a touch, I would.
0: Okay, so let's wrap this one up. We'll get to this last question here, <laughs> which is basically the flip of um the last question um do you think that this girls mature faster logic contributes to girls growing up to be shrews in marriages and long-term relationships
2: absolutely Mm -hmm. one thing and especially like again um You guys know well, Tina. I know you know. I don't know Shan that we've talked too much one on one about this, but like one thing that with with my childhood and how I was basically second mom, and I had eight younger siblings and all that other shit. One reason I'm so hugely against that is that it robs these girls. It robs them of life. It robs them of a social life. It robs them of a life that's what it make. It it robs them of a life outside of being in service to other people Mm so you go you know for me I went directly from my family to being married and you realize you wake up one day at least for me I got out while I was still young but your entire life has been lived for other people Mm -hmm. and you got this one shot at life you know unless you believe in like reincarnation but let's say you don't (laughs) you got this one shot at life and you wake up one day and realize your entire shot was spent in service to others you never got to live for yourself you never got to figure anything out for yourself you don't know what you like you don't know what you dislike you don't know what you'd rather be doing all of it is your entire life wrapped around other people and it's your life and you basically don't even have a say in it and hell yeah you get shrewd you get bitter you get angry as fuck I would be pissed if I woke up 10 years from now and I was still married and like I never got a shot at my life just on my own, as that say that.
3: And you are you are so and you know something that is actually quite common is situations like yours where the girl child has so much thrust um, responsibility for others thrust upon them, and yeah. then immediately after they leave the house, they are married and and yes, and pretty much back in the same or a similar situation except you know maybe they're not taking care of other siblings but they're taking care of now th- this partner or they yes. do it
2: that's and exactly what happened to me
3: and this is why so many young girls or girls in their 20s are so ripe for abuse because they they they, they experienced it at home it's, you know hey if i go out and i get married and i'm with this guy i may end up you know being like Cinderella, having to clean up everything top to bottom, but at least now I don't get grounded. You know?
2: Yeah, and that's...
3: I won't have my things taken. So for them, um, it's a step up.
2: Yeah, it was... And I don't like to get too far into my past like that, but (laughs) um, for me, it was like an escape. It was was literally... I had a very controlling father um, who did not want me to leave because... Who else was going to take care of his house? Mm. Um, if I really went into it, y'all be like, "Damn, that's a fucked up nigga," and he is. <laughs> but um, I went marrying my ex was literally my escape from that. Except my ex was just like my father. <laughs> so, but that's the it, thing that you because don't because you didn't have the experience to even exactly really- that's exactly what i was about to say. You don't get the experience to know this is not how it is. You grew up this way. It wasn't until literally I mean before I moved to Hawaii but really when I moved to Hawaii and that's where I found like my first real group of like (laughs) friends because like I said it robs you of your social life as a kid I never got to do anything like I, I would be lucky if I could go to the library once a month so it robs you of your social life and that kind of went through my adulthood and when I was married no social life no friends my ex was the same way didn't want me to have friends all that other shit it wasn't until I moved to Hawaii and I started really like enjoying being around other women and enjoying friendships. And I was like, hold on. I'm, I'm supposed to be putting all this into this romantic relationship when I get so much joy from hanging out with them. That part. Yeah. That I started really to wake up and, and see like, and then you see other relationships. It's like you said, Shannon's life experience, you know, at this point, I lived in a few different states. I experienced different cultures and you're like, this ain't some normal shit, man. This is not how this is supposed to be. This is not how my life is supposed to be, and that's wh- why I'm just so big on like not doing that to girls because you are robbing them of their life from a mm-hmm. young yeah. age.
3: Yes, and it's and it's so normalized to do that. I like, guess like girls aren't supposed to want to do anything other than be wives and mothers. And crazy when to me. Say that to me, and I'm like. Listen, I was the family babysitter, right? You know, when I was a younger girl, I never pretend. You know, how girls will dress up and want to dress up as brides or want to dress up and play yeah. with baby dolls and be like, "That's my baby," or "I'm the mommy." I never wanted that. I wanted to. I would, you know, have <laughs> I had my little Barbie doll case, and that would be my little briefcase. I was going off. Yeah, I had that too. You know the one, the one that had that you could hold them all into place. It was when they only came in pink, though, but. And it had a little can the little section at the bottom for the clothes. I like I, to play I, I dress was, I was,
0: I was, up as business lady too.
3: I exactly. did too. I wanted, to I, wanted to, I wanted to be a business woman. I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want to dress up as a bride or, or a mother. I didn't really want to be people's flower girls or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I used was, to
0: put my mom's wedding gown on. I was it. And I used to put all her shit on. Like I was obsessed with my mom.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're a mama's girl. I mm-hmm. always, I was obsessed with, like, suits and hills. <laughs> yes, love I, it. Yes, like, give me, I was obsessed with suits and hills and and the feeling of, like, women with these great jobs in, like, a big city. Probably why right. I love sex in the it's city Women somewhat.
3: being powerful and,
0: yes.
2: and mm-hmm. having their own. Yeah, I was having, always into that stuff, too. The, the, yep. the give me heels and a blazer. Heels and a blazer is, is basically my fucking uniform now. But I was always obsessed with that. Like, I remember as a very young kid watching Martin. And I remember wanting, like, Gina would, would she had her job and everything. And she'd be wearing some suits in there, too. But I remember thinking, well, can we see more about, like, what her job and her working? Yes. Like, I want to see no shit about yes. that. Oh, my God, understood. you are my <laughs> <Yes>. sister. <laughs> and I never got that as a kid that, like, I never obsessed with the romance, the bridal shit none of that shit I was and it became even more into adulthood because it was such a it was a life that I wanted but I was stuck in this life that I never actually obsessed about which was being married so this is a
0: generational thing too (laughs) yeah
2: It, it is but I think we are still I think as you know we're doing a good job with these young girls at least for like my sisters and their friends they ain't out here doing this shit or getting into the kind of shit that we got into. So I think we just gotta keep on trying to make sure the younger generation isn't victims of this shit. Like, right?
3: But you know, Gen Z, if you look at them, they're 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 falling into that Boomer ideology. Yeah. So they are. So it's like a crapshoot, kind of like you you catch the ones you can and hope for the best. Because I I every time I talk to you know younger women, I my my advice is always. Don't be so quick to leave home. Don't rush to move with and live with a man. If you're going to live with anybody, you know, get to some good girlfriends. Make sure y'all are on the same page. Maybe do a roommate situation like that. But yep. do not live with no man and be a, a, and be a, ter- a caretaker.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Shan, do you think that this theory contributes to women being shrews in marriages and relationships?
3: It absolutely does because here it is. You know, a lot of the time, let's say this girl has spent her whole life cleaning up after younger siblings and older siblings. In many cases, like if it's an older brother, she's gonna have to clean. A younger girl is gonna have to clean up after her older brother. Then she gets out and goes and marries someone, and she realizes that hey, you know, she may not notice it at at first because of the you know rose colored glasses and everything. So new and fresh and interesting, and it's just the beginning. But over time, <laughs> it, it wears her down, and she starts realizing that hey. I've been doing the same shit since I'm a teenager. You know, since before I was, since I was a preteen. And she's going to take it out on the person that is around who is now contributing to to this this life that she is realizing she was kind of pushed into. So it makes it easier for her to then, you know, become a shrew or harping on the things that this man is doing wrong or him not pulling his weight because now she's got a little bit of life behind her and she's looking back and having a retrospective look and she's like no this is this is not what i wanted for myself okay that's a good point ups- oh,
2: go ahead oh i'm ahead. sorry she she not be triggering thoughts in me so i'm sorry girl. <laughs> the, the way that you said that um like oh this isn't what you know i wanted my life to be or anything like that i think it's also a lot easier to just be a bitter shrew and mm-hmm. actually, actually make the change yep <laughs> yeah I, I definitely that, agree with that change yeah, is it's hard. hard it is hard it, again as y'all know the a person who got out of that it is it's, yeah. if there's somebody's who been there like longer than i was so 20 30 years i mean my mom left my father 30 some odd years into their marriage good for her Yes, of course my dad blames me, but that's it for another podcast. I'm, ah, I'm happy
1: for it. <laughs> I right wish there. my dad
2: blamed
0: me for my mom leaving him. I, he blames me, but I don't care. I like, wish take, I I'll could take hold things. that trophy.
2: Uh, right? I'm about, girl, I'm about to give me a certificate and put it on my wall. But <laughs> the, man, the man who controlled all of us as a kid reduced to nothing, and he thinks I'm the reason. Oh, it's heartfelt. It's that time of year. Um, but... For, for a lot of people if you've been living that life for decades I imagine it's a lot easier to just be defeated and bitter than actually you'll hear people like I, I can't start over now and I've told people that like, my mom started over in her fucking 60s as long as you're still alive you can start over mm-hmm. <laughs> and I ain't you never can. seen my mom this happy in my life my entire life I've never seen my mom this happy and so, it's so crazy
3: that people will essentially you know resign themselves to, yes. to the of it and i'm like Like, this is just my
0: life now what forever
3: bitch like if you ate if every time you ate something you got food poison you would stop eating that thing like i'm like i don't (laughs) understand to me it's something that has never made sense baby i can be miserable on my goddamn own i can be unhappy you are certainly not going to come to me and add to it oh hell no (laughs)
2: Oh, I'm sorry about that, Tita, though. I told you, Shan, Shan will trigger a thought. Me. I'm like, you know what? First of all, <laughs> no,
0: I totally get it. OK, so is there an upside to this girl's
2: mature faster theory? No, <laughs> ah. there, there is no upside. It's nothing more than something used to make women of service to people and remove accountability for men. Mm. If, if women actually got something, which was another thing that Shan touched on um you know quite a few back was like if if it it resulted in women like being put in leadership positions like oh she's a 20 year old VP of a bank working alongside a 35 year old male VP of a bank because she matured faster right (laughs) but there's it's never anything positive Mm. when we talk about girls it's always something negative something to make them responsible for male behavior remove accountability for male behavior it's never a good thing i don't see any damn upside women aren't getting anything remotely positive out of this they're not treated like they mature faster unless it comes to men grooming them
3: exactly yeah well you know for me i really i've really tried i was really trying to think of just at least one Mm -hmm. one thing to that and all i can say is you know it's it's when you are a girl child and you're in a household and you are used to you know cooking and doing the laundry and and planning schedules and working around schedules and things like that, it does make it easier when you do get out on your own.
2: That's a damn good point. But that, but that's literally like
3: where it <laughs> is. because cause I you that's, know I don't want people to feel like oh well I'm preparing you for real life. Mm-hmm. On my girls, I was like but you should do that to your sons too. That's what I was you about know?
0: to say.
1: So no, and, <laughs> that's not and really I, you know, an
3: because, and the thing, Like all of these things that like they that they they put this on the girls, you know, and it 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 can benefit them, but it's not intended to benefit them. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, it's kind of like making lemon lemonade out of lemons situation. Yes, lemons being having all of these duties and then growing up and. Having being able to successfully run your own household, but even then, it's just a, it's a real, you know, skin of the teeth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it doesn't all it doesn't always work out like that. Usually, girls end up just straight up rebelling, you know, rushing to get out and marrying the first one they can, and yep. ending up prolonging that whole experience. Yeah. So, partially. The ability to live and care for themselves but that's only when they are living and care living with and caring for themselves okay
0: all right well that's all i had on this topic y'all do um either or both of you have any closing thoughts
2: yeah stop saying that shit (laughs) (laughs) stop saying that shit stop living that shit stop putting this shit in girls heads Stop, especially women man come on man stop that shit don't let's let's stop having these girls raised the same way we were just because people are bitter stop the the newer generation needs to be better we don't need to be bitter stop exactly. this shit it's goofy
3: goofy as hell like if you as are come, and here are my, my closing thoughts if you're someone who thinks that girls mature faster you really need to have like a hard look at yourself about that one girls do not mature faster girls are simply expected to mature faster and contribute to the household more than boys are whether you have girl children or boy children or non-binary children your parenting should be gender neutral stop putting your issues on your children because you're crippling your sons and you're you're making your daughters easy pickings for predators because those predators will you know because your daughters will run to the wrong people yeah. in their haste to get away from you so just just stop let yeah. me <laughs> you know, let them be free. Let them live their lives. If you have more children than you can take care of on your own, that's not your children's responsibility. Take care of your shit. Stop putting it on your girls. Agreed. All right. Well, well unless, okay. you're unless you're willing to pay them for it.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I a lot. want you both
3: for
0: uh, dropping by again this week. We finally got it
1: done yeah i know thank god (laughs) yeah
0: um you guys go ahead and
2: um reintroduce yourselves and all that and we can get up out of here so i am desiree again i was with the makeup admin fem cells and divestment episode um just always love coming in sharing my thoughts on here
3: yeah and i am shan i was on blurred millennials lazy hacks last season um accountability toxic relationships dating red flags and now girls mature faster this season um and i'm just your average you know shit talker i'm gonna drop some gems but i be talking shit all right well thank you both again
0: for uh dropping by it's always a good talk hope you enjoyed this month's show be sure to tune in next first tuesday at 7 p.m eastern time and follow us on
1: tiktok instagram twitter and youtube at podcast 10.